Life Audio. Faith Over Fear is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Thanks for listening to the Faith Over Fear podcast, where we address some of the obvious and not-so-obvious fears that many of us face every day. Here at Holy Love Ministries, we're passionate about helping God's children live in freedom. We'd love to connect with you online or on social media. Just visit our show notes to learn how to connect with us. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. I'm Kimmy Miller. And I'm Tammy Whitrock. And today we're talking about stepping into the unknown. And you know, For me, that freaks me out. (laughs) I am such a creature of habit and I like my routine and it's what brings me the most comfort. I like to know what's planned so I can prepare. And in fact, even if I'm going to my sister's for a weekend trip, I'm probably going to pack two suitcases just to make sure I have everything. But seriously, I think sometimes with the big picture, like the real life scale, I can worry so much about what's ahead of me that I can justify why it's better just to stay put. And I think sometimes that can get us into trouble too. And I'm learning, as I'm sure you are, Tammy, that the more intimate and authentic my relationship is with God, the further away it goes from any kind of routine. And there are many times that walking with God means leaving the comfort of what we know and trusting him to walk us through what we don't. I love how you said leaving the comfort of what we know. You know, that resonates with me. I'm sure we've all had those stories where God was calling us out of something or asking us to walk away from something. Maybe it's a job, maybe relocation of home, or even like a career change. You know, it reminds me of the story of when in my own life, God was asking us to step out of a church. Okay, that was the biggest comfort zone we had. It was our people. We had great relationships. We served. And the biggest thing is we were known. And I think a fear that I have is being unknown. So when he was asking us to step out of it, I think the lie that I believed was that it'll never be as good as it is now, which made it hard for me to trust him thinking, okay, why would you want me to live or leave something this awesome when it will probably never be that way again? You know, but through a lot of prayer and a lot of tears, 
we obeyed. And in that part, we realized God will always be faithful to his promises and his word. So, you know, that saying that when God closes one door, he'll open another. Okay. I don't know about you, but I find it sometimes it's not always true. (laughs) While he does close (laughs) doors, he doesn't always open that next door. And I refer to these in my own life as those hallway moments where he's asking you to just trust him. And so when we left or stepped out of that church, guess what? He didn't give us another one to replace it. He asked us to stay in that season of the hallway when it was just him and us working through stuff in our hearts, speaking truth and bringing us back to relationship with him, making that our ultimate first priority. So, you know, I think those are essential. Those moments in our life where we're in the hallway and we don't know what's coming because it's a growing opportunity for us or a growing pain, I guess you can say sometimes. But here's what we know is God is Jehovah Jireh. That's the truth. And that we know he's the God who provides no matter what the season of the hallway may look like. I love that analogy of a hallway. It gives me just this peace, I guess, to know that it's okay to be in that transition period, right? Um, right. I just don't want the lights turned out in the hallway. <laughs> so it's long. Leave a nightlight, please. <laughs> yes, yes. Something that knows, okay, I'm not alone. God, you've got this and I can totally trust you. And the Bible is filled with historic accounts of how God provides for his people. Just as you said, Tammy, Jehovah Jireh. And he asks his people to trust him completely, even when it's countercultural. Or as I would say today, God, that's crazy. Why, you, why, would, why would I do that? Why, do you, why are you asking this of me? And I don't know of an account more evident of that probably than Abraham's story. And here's what it says in Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. It's titled The Call of Abram. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out for Haran. Wow. There's so much to unpack there, Kimmy. You know, I think the best way I enter into scripture is put myself in Abram's shoes. When God says, okay, go from get out. I think of those words like he's not saying, hey, buddy, why don't you come with me? He's giving (laughs) a sense of urgency, like it is time. The time is now. And I think about how did he process it all? We can see in scripture, he was asked to leave three things his country, okay, which was his dwelling, the land he's familiar with. He knows like where the grocery stores are and the nearest Target and Starbucks, right? In our own life. He was also asked to leave his family. Okay, these are your people, the ones who know you and whom you know better than anyone. Leave that too. And oh, leave your father's house, which when we put that in terms where we're at today, it means your leadership role, your responsibility, everything you will inherit, I want you to leave that too. And I'm thinking, No one did that back then. You know, as we look through scripture, we see only the ones who didn't have any land or were fugitives would actually leave their ancestral home. So I think about that, like he was kind of paving the way for something that was unheard of. And I can't imagine what he was going through. But we see in verse two and three there how God gives him seven promises. You can can kind of look into each one of those on your own time because they're really worth reading. But I love how seven represents a fullness or a completeness right here. This was his promise. 
This is what Abram had to hang on to in that hallway moment because he stepped away, not knowing where he would go right then, but he knew this is what God said he would do and he'll be faithful to do it. And so we see in verse four, what was his response? He went, it was his first step that he took. And I thought, wow, I mean, how awesome that he hung onto that promise until his feet could keep up with what was going on in his heart. I love that idea. And so I don't know about you, Kimmy, but how do you go? I mean, what do you do when God says go? What's your first initial reaction? Well, as I said earlier, that's crazy. God, are you serious? Do you really want me to do this? So I wish I could tell you that I am immediately obedient when God calls me to something. But the reality is many times I will ask for another confirmation or affirmation. And I'm, I, Tammy, I'm hesitant to move sometimes. Right. Absolutely. And I think that that, you know, I try not to beat myself up over it, but I mean, that is, that is the truth. And, you know, to think about everything that he had to leave, like you said, his country, that place where he was familiar, even though I'm a military veteran, we didn't move around a whole lot. So I don't know what it's like to actually pick up and move to an entirely different new place where I don't know anyone and then to leave your family. And like you said, the it's just a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I think though, I, I do find comfort in Abraham's story because even in that last verse, or excuse me, in the first verse, it says that God, God says, go from your country, your people, your father's household to the land I will show you. And I think I always trust, okay, God, show me, show me. And sometimes he's really great about giving me an idea or maybe it's a vision or a word from someone else that kind of confirms where he's leading me. But most times, Tammy, as you said, can you just step into the hallway? Mm -hmm. Can you just trust me enough to move and take that step? And so I think I want to look back. And the only way I can move forward sometimes is to look backwards. If you've heard me ever talk, I usually always say this, I have to look back to look forward. Mm. So I look back over my life and see where God has been faithful, where God has done those things. And for us, we can read the Bible and read in Abraham's story, the faithfulness of God right? and the response of Abraham. Abraham didn't have that. He didn't have anything to look back on and say, oh, this God must be a faithful God. I'm going to choose to follow him. He had to take that step. And so I think maybe step one is, is that is, okay, I'm going to look back so I can move forward. I'm going to trust in the faithfulness of God. I'm going to trust in his word and believe that God is who he says he is. And he's going to do what he says he will do. Right. Right. I totally agree with that. You know, some of the first words you said are what I had written down for what my response is to when God says, go, go now and step out. It's apprehensiveness. It's okay. I am scared. There's that big unknown. I have those questions. Guess what? I believe Abram did too. Like I think about the dialogue he probably had in his tent with his wife. Like we're doing what? Where are we going? We're leaving everything. I mean, can you imagine? I would love to hear some of those conversations they had because they're exactly the ones we probably all have in our own life. Right. right. But like you said, God said, I will show you the land. But until then, he had a promise. He had something he could hang on to. And I often wonder at the beginning of his journey, like how many times did they have to go back into that tent? Remember what the Lord said. They had to remind each other of the promise because guess what? We all lose sight of it, especially when the hard times come or the unknown or the fears or the doubts. That's why God calls us to community and anchor to one another to remind each other 
when faith is running low. And it's exactly what he did. And like you said, he reminded himself of the promise. I'm sure his wife did at times too. But then the next piece and essential, I think, for all of our walk is to take the step because God can't do his part until we meet him in that first place. When God called him to get out or to go, that was the first piece of the puzzle. The first thing that needed to be done. And God wasn't going to move again until the first step was taken. So the fact that he left provided a door for God to open the next phase of his life to show him the land. You know, and I think of that, how many things are waiting for us if only we take that step? And maybe we'll never see them if we don't. So true. Because God wants to partner with us. He wants us to trust him. And that's why the hallway moments we talk about are so essential. Because without the unknown, sometimes there's no need for true faith or trust. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinice Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com. And don't you think that sharing our stories about those steps of faith are what encourage and inspire others? Mm -hmm. Because you know this probably better than anyone that I am a homebody. I am very comfortable in my home, not, not taking any adventurous journeys of any kind, especially if it's in the outdoors. It's really, I love to look at the outdoors, but to step out there is a totally different thing for me. Yes, she um, is telling the truth. I do <laughs> but there is something encouraging and inspiring when I hear someone else's testimony of how they stepped into this unknown totally dependent and relying on God Mm -hmm. that encourages me not only to want to do that, but to want that, to desire that, to desire such a relationship with the father that I'm almost begging him, father, let's move. What's next? But then again, knowing when it's time to be still and when it's time to move, but to have such a relationship with him that I'm not afraid of the unknown because I do know the one who knows all. And this idea that, like you said, I want to let go of the lie that this is as good as it could ever be. Right. You know, what you said made me think of where you said, I don't want to be afraid of the unknown, but what happens if we become a people who get excited about the unknown? Yeah. We look forward to those places like, wow, God is asking me to step boldly into the hallway and I cannot wait because we just have that faith and that trust knowing that that lie that we believe that, oh, it's not going to be as good is just that it's a lie. And that the truth is he is a God of his word. He's faithful and he's Jehovah Jireh. He's the God who provides every step of the way. Yes, absolutely. So if you could summarize, Tammy, what would you say are the steps like if we wanted to use Abraham as an example in overcoming some of our own fears and, and, you know, choosing faith over fear, how would you kind of summarize that? Yeah, I love those little pocket takeaway lessons that we can learn from people of the Bible who've gone before and have done the hard stuff. And I think from Abraham, we can learn, remember that God is faithful. When you're in that hallway moment, you're in the unknown, you're in the places where maybe you're scared, or you have questions, you're leaving something you thought was good. Remember. God is faithful. 
He'll never leave you. And he will always guide you directly into the next step and lead you to that final place where you're called to be. That's who he is. And that's the God we serve. And I think that second part is to take the step. Even if your foot or your hands or your voice is trembling, Mm. step confidently. doesn't mean we have to be without question. It just means we believe that good is coming because God is good. I love how you make everything so just, it, it's so simple. And I love Tammy, your wisdom. And I don't know, you just, you almost give me this courage to be like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can take these steps. And there's actually a third step that we don't have time to get into today. But step one, remember God's faithfulness. Step two, take a step. And step three is actually going to be praise along the way and overcoming the fear of a public proclamation. I'm really excited for us to get into that one next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you haven't already done so, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Be sure to rate it because that helps others find it and encourages our team also. Share it with your friends when you can and when you think it will encourage them. We hope that today you gained insight and courage to live as one who knows and loves the God who cares and provides for them. Until next time, may you step out even into the unknown as one who has truly been set free. Faith Over Fear is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.